You strike me as the bear type. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Welcome back to a, another episode of Dork Trek, the longest-running Star Trek podcast in the world today. Hello and welcome. Um, we're, revo- we're reviewing Voyager episodes at the moment. My name is Bob, and I am one of your one of your hosts. We're joined today by, as always, the lovely and talented Ben McCormick. Hi, Bob. You're sitting very far away from your bookshelves, Ben. What's up with that? I just I didn't want to have to move. This is I'm at the work configuration. Okay. And I didn't want to have to move the webcam and mics all over to the library. Makes sense. The library. <laughs> shall we shall we adjourn Study. to the library? <laughs> Please, let's have drinks in the library. We're also joined today by Dennis Black and Asian. Hey Dennis. Hi. And last but not least, Jenny Zell. Howdy. I'm gonna be up front with you guys. I did not watch this episode. I can't believe it. But I so didn't want to. I didn't want to not record because we didn't record once this month already. So I didn't want to have two not recording in a month. You know what I'm saying? That's so I, I felt like me not watching and you explaining to me what happens is better than not recording. I mean, like like I was saying earlier, it's kind of like the Wheel of Voyager, but just without the wheel. Yeah. You just watch Law and Order instead. Oh, I watched a shit ton of Law and Order. Like I, I've been saying that the We Network has been running season sixteen nonstop. There's some pretty good episodes in season sixteen. So, um, but yeah, I've been watching a lot of Law and Order. Uh, and uh, Stephanie and I watched Law and Order together, and then I have to make time to watch Voyager by myself. It's a very, very lonely excursion. And space. doesn't want to watch it with you. I thought she's she watched, watched a few. Well, she watched the one week, but I mean, I don't want to push my luck. You know what I'm saying? Save like it up for episode. Enterprise. Yeah. That's could that be a fear though, like subconsciously, Bob, that what if she's like one of those people that we see online that are big Voyager fans? And don't like DS9. Like she she didn't like DS9, didn't right? Like DS9, no. So she could be one of those people that end up loving Voyager. And mm-hmm. could your marriage survive that? Um, I, I would say it would be expected because her dad likes Voyager. Oh. So and I asked her if she was into Voyager or she likes Voyager because of her dad. She's like, well, by that time that was on, I wasn't really around super much. So I don't know, but yeah. it's not nostalgic to her. Like TNG was deep space nine was kind of just like a Trek only as a certain flavor of star Trek for people. And mm-hmm. then I think Voyager kind of opened up people's palates to some extent back to star Trek because it's so kind of easy to digest. Okay. we got an alien this week. What are we going to do? Yeah. What does this alien do that's wacky? All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because if you didn't watch literally every episode of DS9, which she wasn't doing, you know, she's not going to get the full storyline. Yeah. So, but yeah, there you go. We are, what episode number is this here? 10. It's episode 10. Oof. All right. The, the name of this episode is Prime Factors. Uh-huh. Tell me what happens. Okay, so we start out. Uh, it's you know dinner time at the mess hall. Ooh, so, so Neelix is in this one. We're running yeah. a Neelix. Right, I'm, glad, I'm glad I didn't watch this one then. Uh, 
and it, it it's a little more crowded than what we've usually seen really and uh but it's it's meal time okay and so but the crews are sitting separately like they always do so you got Valana and seska at one table and you got kim and paris at the other table i forgot this was in the episode and in uh seska and in uh Bellana are are talking and uh, they say something about, uh, you know, Harry's hooking up with the Delaney sisters. Well, the reason why it came up is because Bellana is not discreetly at all checking out this uh, lieutenant guy. who was walking by. Like really? she turned her, she yeah. did a fucking owl move, like yeah. rotated her head around her shoulders watching this dude. Like her eyes bugged out like in a yeah. cartoon, her tongue was really unfurled. Yeah. And the, oh, yeah, that was the connection because she was doing that. And then she's like, oh, I, I have, I, I'm not Seska's like, hey, hook up. And she's like, nah, he's uh hooking up with the Delaney sisters. And then that's when it jumps to, oh no, Seska says that's not what I heard. I heard that Harry Kim been uh uh I don't know what Harry and Tom them. are hooking up Harry with Harry and Delaney Tom. Sisters. Yeah, yeah. So, wait a so, so Harry Kim's knocking boots. Wild sluts. That's what they're saying. No and way. He's like, well, what about that trip to Venice on the holodeck? Ooh. And and you guys did uh, kind of wander off by yourselves there for a while. What Where would happened? they wander off to by themselves in the holodeck? Their, they were on their space. own gondola. Yeah, they floated away. Yeah, but in real time, it would just be that Harry by himself, a couple meters away in the holodeck. So this is where you know the the holographic imagers make it seem like you can't see each other, but anybody watching security footage would be able to see this. Like <laughs> you're just like each other. Yeah, like they're really the kissing each other, but he thinks yeah. he's kissing. Uh, how does that work else? when you're on a boat or something? Like, how does the holodeck move you? Oh, there's um, micro transporters. There's uh, tractor beams. You basically you when get you, tractor beamed across the room. Well, no, when you walk, you 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 get the sensation of walking, but you're no, basically walking that. on a holographic trip. But if mill. they're if they're in a holographic gondola. Mm-hmm. Like two gondolas, and one goes down Splits one off. canal, and one goes down the other. When you get to a certain point of distance away, the holodeck throws up a holographic field between you that gives the perception of distance. So what I'm seeing at the distance is not uh-huh. really them at a distance; it's the representation of them at the distance. Using all the this technology, to bunch masturbate. of bullshit. All this technology to jack off. Yeah. Yeah ridiculous all this precious energy that they can't steps. spend on coffee yeah. and you know replicating food just just so you can finger blast one of the delaney sisters in the holodeck <laughs> finger blast gonna finger bang bang you so anyway they're like well so what <laughs> happened and you know harry's like oh yeah she you know somebody got really wet that night what no they didn't say that but what somebody he did, did say is really that wet. yeah Moist. because they did because he fell off the gondola but he didn't really get wet that's pretend water well wesley <laughs> got wet how's he, he gonna get wet from pretend water she, she gushed all over him so, um, she's, a, he, she's, she's she's a squirter, and every, everybody gets you know a good laugh out of uh, Harry getting wet, and uh, it cuts over to Janeway and uh, it was like having, I got re- I got real wet too. Yeah. They're having well, she uh, did look like she was getting wet here in the story secondhand, and, mm-hmm. and and she's like all happy and stuff because it's like oh look the crews are starting to to interact and and become one crew, and it's. And Tuvok does his standard, like, yeah, it's going to increase uh, efficiency and job performance 
to an optimum yeah. level by having them interact more closely. Because this, well, the first season is only 15 episodes. So we're almost done with the first season of Voyager. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. And we get One a down. distress call. Uh-oh. Janeway's called away to the bridge. And they, they get there and they're called up to the uh, bridge and they've got the distress call. And it's just like, oh, well, the ship's altering course to meet us. Not altering course. And then they show up and it's this uh, guy who looks remarkably like an old boss of mine. <laughs> That's um, th- I mean, you didn't recognize that it looked like him. I didn't see. I So just this is more for Jenny and, and a couple of the Patreons. But K- this guy looks like K Bruins on a scary level. And like I sent this picture to my now current boss who has worked with him also for years. He immediately said, that's K Bruins. And then he blew up the picture and was like, holy shit, that's Computer not Computer enhanced. Yeah, it's it's scary how much this guy looks like our old boss. But anyway, he's like, oh, I'm not in distress, mon ami, with my cheesy, almost French accent. Well, he's Belgian. Well, the like actor I is said, actually Belgian. Oh, okay. okay. So it's a cheesy, almost French accent. Yeah. Well, he's <laughs> like, enough. I don't, I'm not the one in distress, mon ami. You are in distress. I want to give you some of my baguette. And then they're like, oh, this should be interesting. I want to save your pussy. Open credits. All right. And this this is the guy who, in 2000, he was in three different Law & Order episodes. Ronald Gutman? Yeah. Huh? Oh, no, I'm sorry. They, they did this weird. He was in an episode in 1990, 1999, and 2000. Wow. So two episodes in one year. Okay. Interesting. Everybody's favorite bag man. Wow. Okay. Yeah. He was in. That's crazy. All right. He's he was in. Spe- he was in Special Victims Unit. He was also in Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. The West Wing. What does this guy mm-hmm. look like? Can I recognize Ronald Gutman? He's also in uh, Hunters. I believe uh, Milf Hunters. I still haven't seen that. Oh, the Al Pacino Hunters. Yeah. I highly recommend it. It was so like the Alabama episode it itself, and then it just kind of disappeared from the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. I, that, I saw the two, I saw two episodes, and I really liked. I thought the pilot was fantastic. Keep going because the way the the Jenny, you watched it, right? No. Okay, so the <laughs> style, Nasan, the style that they Discovery. use, it's just really, really awesome. I mean, like they'll they'll throw in like fake commercials that have characters from the show, but they're yeah. like in that '70s style. But it's like, oh, it's like an episode of Sesame Street, the Wandavision. But it, it kinda, except it's uh, like, well, you know, how can you tell who's a Nazi? And the little girl sitting next to him, she's like, white people. <laughs> He's like, well, not all white people are Nazis. <gasps> And then she looks back and says, yeah, but all Nazis are white. <laughs> and you, you do the look at the camera and go, hmm. Better to be like, safe than sorry. Yeah, I really enjoyed the pilot. I think I watched, because it came together kind of like a Mod Squad episode mm-hmm. where you have all mm-hmm. these different people who are going to help this organization hunt Nazis. I was like, this is awesome. I really want to watch this. But it kind of fell into that thing where Stephanie wasn't super amped on it. And a lot of times we watch shows together and if mm-hmm. she's not amped on it, then I'm not going to make oh. her watch it. 
God, if I, I think she would actually get into it if she watched a couple of episodes. Like third episode, I was like, I was going to be on this anyway because I love seeing Nazis get killed. But um, this just uh, it it just the style, the humor, yeah. but then the seriousness of it. It's I mean, just all around. Just be careful because there's big spoilers. I'll watch it. Maybe I'll just watch it myself because I same thing happened with Daredevil where mm-hmm. I watched the first episode of Daredevil and I was like, that was cool. And Stephanie was like, man, I don't care. And I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to make you watch. Okay, let's watch The Office again for the 70th time. That's why we've been watching a lot of Law and Order because it kind of, she's into Law and Order. I like Law and Order. So it's something we can watch together and enjoy. You know, At least not watching Daredevil probably saved you from watching Iron Fist. I watched, but the thing is I watched Luke Cage. So I watched the first yeah. couple episodes of Iron Fist and that show was not enjoyable. Yeah, I didn't even make it to that. I mean, I loved me some Luke Cage. Um, I loved uh, the Daredevil. First, the first half of Luke Cage was good. The second half, not great. Those uh, can, those Netflix shows really could have benefited from fewer episodes, I think. Like yeah. the, mm-hmm. the Marvel or the Disney Plus ones appear to be going with mm-hmm. a shorter run of episodes. And yeah, just, yeah. You can tell a more compressed story and not kind of go off on these weird tangents. Just, and bring in Diamond back for some reason. God, and he already had a perfectly good villain. He was wonderful. Yeah. Copperhead, I think his name was. What was his name? Cottonmouth. Cottonmouth oh, by, yeah. by Mashur Shur Ali, who was wonderful. Who's going to be the new Blade, which is cool. Mm. I don't really care because I don't fucking watch superhero movies. I don't give a shit. Um, I hate to say, I hate to be that guy, but I just don't give a fuck. Like, it's, it's just too you much. Watch the Snyder Cut yet? No, I, it's four hours long, Dennis. I couldn't watch 45 minutes of Voyager this week. I yeah, couldn't it took bring me four days to, to watch it. I'm, <laughs> I'm subscribing to HBO Max soon. I would have already done it, but I didn't want them to think I was doing it for the Snyder Cut. <laughs> ah, okay. I'm, I'm doing it for Godzilla. Yes, me it's too. It's a good reason yeah. to do it. And so I'm waiting until the day Godzilla's released, and then I'm subscribing. I just I don't want them to have any inclination in their heads that I it was like, oh, you might be tempted by Snyder Cut. No, no, bitches. If, I have if, made my the, uh, if Godzilla great. versus Kong is more like uh, Skull Island than mm-hmm. Godzilla, then I think it'll be really good. I'm I love Skull Island. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Skull Island was really good. Yeah, but I did like King of Monsters. I thought King of Monsters was pretty good. I didn't see it because the first Godzilla one wasn't good. In my Watch opinion. King of Monsters. King of Monsters is fun. The only thing I, my one gripe about King of Monsters is a lot of the stuff happens at night. So you don't get to see the cool fighting. Yeah. yeah. Whereas. And that's the problem I have with like the, the Snyderverse movies. Like everything is so dark when they're like doing action and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I like, like the parts where Batman gets a gun and shoots people because it yeah, goes well. against every fucking thing he believes. That's my favorite. It's a different Batman. Eat my dick. <laughs> <laughs> He's had more Snyder. trauma in his life. Yeah, you know who should have some trauma in his life is fucking Zack Snyder. Well, I, I think he's had Jesus. enough. Jesus. He's fine. enough. Fucking. Sure, he's Call- fine. Wow. I mean, his version of The Watchmen was pretty good. Yeah, I like The Watchmen. You know? Yeah, because Three- it's a murder verse and you, you don't notice. Um, it's supposed to be a murder verse. 300, exactly. 300 was fantastic. You know what's you know what's great about the Watchmen and three hundred? It's just the right amount of slow motion. Yeah. Like he whoa, somebody like leaned on the slow motion button in the 
the it, Justice League. In the Schneider Cut, cut. I read somewhere there was like 23 minutes of slow motion. The, yeah, the movie would have been so probably like two and a half hours long if they just <laughs> only had the Flash do slow motion stuff. Because that somebody, makes sense. You know? Somebody said there's like a Seinfeld episode worth of slow motion in the Snyder Cut. <laughs> it's ridiculous. That's wow. ridiculous. Why hasn't anybody just pieced it all together yet and put it on YouTube so we can just watch the slow-mo cuts? <laughs> That's the one I want to see. You know what? going to happen now so just a connection with the snyder thing just so i can be part of the conversation sure not um i recently (laughs) watched the stanford prison experiment uh at the behest of commander zell Mm -hmm. um the actual uh prison experiment oh no i I watched that years ago but this was the first time i saw the movie and the guy who plays dr zimbardo um dr zimbardo who, yeah, who's the, the professor who ran yeah, this experiment everybody. is the guy who played <laughs> who played Dr. I'm Manhattan. Dr. Zimbardo. He played Dr. Manhattan. Billy Crudup? In, in, yeah, in uh, Watchmen. And hmm. then he played in the Snyder Murderverse. He plays uh, Flash's dad. Yeah, oh, but I, were... he, apparently that's getting recast. That's too bad. You're casting Ron and the Flash is in it too. Who I really like. Oh, yeah, and that's the thing. Ezra Miller is one of the students in the experiment. Mm-hmm. So you've got Harry, uh, you got Henry Allen and Barry Allen doing an experiment and, and doing a, a very dramatic scene against each other, in my opinion. And then uh, they go on five years later to be uh, the what do you call them? The, the Super Friends mom and dad show or whatever it was. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I got to get rid of this bottle of bourbon before the night's over. So, right. hey, let's go. Well, you should have given um, that to me also. I would have taken care of it for you. You don't like Kentucky bourbon. So Bullshit. Just... Oh, my bad. You guys are angry oh. drunks, apparently. Let's... I know. So they beam down <laughs> to this. Irish. Uh... <laughs> and you're Irish. And you're stereotypical. That's awesome. It's, it's fucking St. Patrick's Day month. <laughs> uh... So anyway, they they... They beam down to this uh, bullshit uh, God, we planet. Beam down yet? Yeah, and well, no, they don't beam down. They get, on the way there, uh, he's going to give them like, "Oh, we're so hospitable," and he brings in his uh, hey, lunch cooler. We're so hospitable with plates of lunch for everybody. He's like, <laughs> "Hey, try lunch. Try some of my delicacy. It's a good." <laughs> um, and Neelix is actually useful i guess because mm-hmm. he's like oh yeah these uh people are well known for their hospitality and uh, perhaps like like, we can get some seeds to improve the menu of the food i'm preparing mm-hmm. and janeway and, is on board for this because she hates his garbage yeah and she yeah. tastes the this uh what do they call them the sicarian uh food it's like oh this is this is some good shit yeah that's weird have though too because pimento cheese in it. Ooh, well, I love pimento good. cheese. Now you think it's it would be odd for Janway to be so anti-alien food because isn't that part of her job? Is like the he's just anti-Neelix food. I think. Yeah. Okay. He, so he, he, he fucked up coffee. No, and that's I, like strike one, two, and three right there. <laughs> what I don't like though is when he's like when Neelix is like, oh, I've heard about them. You know, it's it, their rumors about their hospitality is legendary, and then she immediately goes into this weird, tell me more. And I, I get so tired of that shit with it was her. Just being sarcastic, like that. No, she was like, like yeah. 
I wish really? it was the Wonka. See, this is the Wonka. Oh, really? Yeah, they're legendary. Great. This was like, really? Yeah, she's done that. Did he set. have cute hair? She's done what that. What kind of car did he have? She's done that several times with Neelix. Um, and uh, oh, tell me about. Oh, she did that with Chakotay too when, he, yeah. when he's talking about his bear and yeah, stuff. the bear stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that's because she's trying to get laid. And she, she loves a good bear. Maybe she's so desperate by this point. Like even Neelix is tripping it. Yeah. No, because you know, then you got Kess over there. Is like, bitch, I'll cut a bitch. We in the kitchen. We in my domain. And I got medical training. I know some human anatomy now, bitch. I can, I can cut, cut you. you and heal you, then cut you again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll make it last. It's called torture, <laughs> motherfucker. I just keep feeding you. Feeding so yeah, they're like. <laughs> The the Frenchie decides, hey, you know, everybody's invited to have short leave on my planet. Oh, yes. And it's just as nice. a lifelong Star Trek fan, anytime you get invited to have short leave on a planet. Don't do it. I just automatically need to be at yellow alert. Yeah. Just, you know, <clears throat> what's going to happen? Because the giant they would... Easter bunny might show up. Those giant Easter. That's the beginning of the end. But you think baby would, might show up? You don't know. That would be in the in the handbook. They would tell you like, don't go to a planet on shore leave that you get invited to because bad stuff's gonna happen. Yeah, don't step on the grass. Yeah, yeah. Every time they get invited to a shore, a planet, something terrible happens. Yeah. So Neelix is going to get some new seeds to improve the edibles, and. Um, and lead everybody else uh beams down and and starts uh like checking out the mall and uh there's a mall getting, well you know it's yeah yeah i didn't see a food court but it, it's still it very like the Apple store yeah that's cool and Except they uh, just had silk everywhere and stuff this sounds, know, this sounds very luxurious and sexy. harry starts uh macking on uh Udana, who's like he thinks she's playing some kind of weird instrument, but it's actually the uh, the weather uh, sensors or atmospheric sensors I have or no whatever. No idea why, but I fucking hated the scene so much. It was just yeah. the stupidest thing. The weather reading instrument. How you know does what? He it, know what it what it said. He doesn't know shit. You know what it makes me think about? <laughs> think about Star Trek: The Motion Picture when Decker Unit is showing uh, the Ilea probe around the ship. And they're in the recreation area, and he's like, "Oh, this is the game that she used to like." Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> right? And then he's like, "Now you try." Bloop, 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 bloop. You know, and it's just like, what, "What are we doing here besides wasting some footage?" What are we doing here? <laughs> Filler. I mean, and then Janeway, though, still macking. How can we stretch this out as much as possible? Well, now, uh, oh boy's taking Janeway. What's his name? Uh, Gath. Gath. Gatheril over to the fabric vendor and Ooh. check it out. It's like, oh, this one very delicate cloth is made from uh, from what is it? Uh, the the petals of a, a delicate flower that only blooms once a month. Or um, blooms in, the moonlight. in moonlight. It only blo blooms in moonlight. So I guess during new moons, it doesn't bloom. Yeah, and it only so, half blooms during. But it, it's moon. apparently very delicate and silky. Ooh. And, and it just, it, I, I wish I could find something like it that. It would give me great pleasure to see you wear this. Is that, no, what, see, he says, is that what he says to her? It is. He does. He He's like, I want to hit that. Here's so is this, the is this the horny Voyager episode? Yes. 
Well, kind of, well, he's a French guy. Come on. They're they, all horny. They, I've seen it described oh, in two yes. places that this is a hedonistic <laughs> culture. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't see anything very hedonistic about it, except for him hitting on her. It's no well, I mean, that, that's for sure. In the purest form of the word, hedonism. You and know, like the, just and like prioritizing like, pleasure, you know. In the Voyager nerd way, because I at least remember on the Heden planet in um, TNG, where like you saw the guys walking around in the little shorts and stuff, and the mm-hmm. ladies had like the towel shirts on their boobies. Mm-hmm. You know, they ran everywhere. Yeah, they. So ran. I just I wish I could find some of this fabric though. Because they just fixed this fucking streetlight like right outside my fucking window. And all night long, I've just got that glare coming into my face. How would this fabric, any fabric would help in? Any well, just fabric. if I had some like the s- Kenny Rogers roaster in the Seinfeld <laughs> episode. <laughs> it's almost that bad. And I just need to find a place that I could find like a sleeping mask or something and, and just, and, 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 and I could like block this out. Dennis, where could we find one of those? I don't know, man. <laughs> so All right. find silks perhaps Dennis uh, I'll check maybe yeah. this hedonism planet I don't know well they, they didn't have anything but if you can't get there you can try hanaamara.com no, spell that Dennis how would I spell that h-a-n-a dash a-m-a-r-a dot com now do they have anything for my genitals there I mean you can exfoliate any part of your body now, yeah. can you, Dennis? Can you exfoliate any part of my body? I will. With your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Put the glove around my tongue and go to town. It's like, a, it's like a cat's tongue. They call it whiskers. <laughs> oh. What the hell? My wife, my wife is actually getting international orders now. Wow. Ooh. Wow. Going worldwide. I hope to God she charges extra for shipping. Uh, it's, yeah, it ain't, you know. Now, is the, is the business going well, Dennis? Is she selling lots yeah. of stuff? Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. People are inquiring about wholesale orders. It's oh. great. Nice. I would like to. Now, inquire. does she make these herself in the basement? Or, I mean, is it just like. My a, kids do. The oh, kids? Cool. Okay. Yeah. That's, they got to do something. They have they smaller gotta, hands yeah. so they can do finer yeah. stitch work. Exactly. That's very that's where, the, that's where the quality comes from. Yeah. We lost a lot after the Industrial Revolution and uh, all those labor laws. Very so smart. The, the child sweat and tears really kind of holds everything together. <laughs> <laughs> Did it seem funny? For legal purposes, this was a bit. But uh, they do that a lot. <laughs> they do that a lot on TikTok. For legal purposes, the true story I'm about to tell you is a lie. Um, and why are you telling it then? I don't want to hear your bullshit. Yeah. Like and follow for part two. So anyway, he's like, oh, I can make you a whole dress out of this. And she's like, oh, it's too much. Make me make it something small like a scarf. Yeah, you know? that you can choke me with later. Ooh, hey now. What? Hey now. What are the Belgian called? If you're from Belgium, what are you, are you called? Belgian? A, a Belgian? Yeah, Belgian, yeah. like the like waffles. Like a waffle? I always get confused <laughs> with the Dutch. Like where the, the Dutch is Netherlands, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and how do you get Dutch from Nether? Yeah. That's that the language they speak. They that, speak Deutsch. That always well, they, confuses they, me. That's some bullshit. So, so Belgium is Belgium, and then the Netherlands, that's the Dutch. Right. Right. Don't well, what the, about the Danes are from Denmark? Okay, I'm good. Yeah, that whole like Scandinavia thing 
kind of confused because that's closer like upper kind of north sea yes yeah it's kind of confusing that denmark is considered scandinavian when the other scandinavian countries are off on that peninsula yeah mm-hmm. with and the, it's part of like fjords. mainland with europe norway what norway finland up. yeah it's norway finland and isn't there another one or is that just russia sweden yeah sweden sweden yeah and denmark Denmark, and Iceland, yeah, I guess you gotta. Don't they fit in there somewhere? Uh, I don't think they're considered Scandinavian. Oh, they're doing their own thing. If you're looking for a web comic, and since mine is down, um, check out Scandinavia versus the world. It's it's hilarious. It just okay. great Scandinavian humor. Yeah, because I I always get Belgium. Yeah, I always get Belgium, Netherlands, and Denmark confused. Me too. Yeah, and then there's Norway, Sweden, and Finland, uh, and then Russia is attached. Finland. Russia is attached to Finland. Yeah, because that the the Finnish Russian war, the statistics on that are insane. Really? Yeah, you should read about that sometime. Just it's very lopsided. Russia, I guess, technically won, but they had like ridiculous levels of casualties compared to the Finns. It's so cold. Well, that was the thing. The and Russians. Finland has reindeer. Well, the Russians weren't ready for how bad the Finnish winter was, and the Finns were just fucking them up. I mean, now why would the Finnish winter be any worse? Because they're on the Baltic Sea. I don't know, but I was like, you know, that was always the Russian advantage. It's like, fuck you, we got Russian winter, you're gonna die. And then they go to Finland, and the Finns were like, "Is like, oh, hey, since it snows all the time, our uniforms are going to be white." And the Russians are running out there in their green uniforms, and it's like, "Okay, (laughs) thank you." Though it's called the Winter War. Okay, Mm -hmm. winter is coming. If you scroll down at the casualties, though, like the starting numbers and the ending numbers. Now, why would Finland really fight anybody? That seems so weird. Russia tried to claim it. it. Well, yeah, yeah. They were like, nope, nope, this is ours. We need this to help defend against Germany. Casualties. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Russia lost 162,000 to 167,000 dead and missing. 188,000 to 207,000 wounded or sick. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Or, frost, or frostbitten. I would call in sick, too. Yeah. So I'd be one of those. <laughs> so, the, the, so, like, how did Finland lose this war? They only lost 70,000. Russia lost 321 to 381. Country. Yeah. But still, yeah. wow. If they only that's had 75,000 people in the army and they yeah. lost 70,000, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's a loss. <laughs> pretty pretty staggering losses there. Yeah. yeah. So Russia, videos about Russia was just merely up. throwing bodies at this thing. Yeah. Well, that's one of their advantages yeah. in these kind of situations. Okay. So, um... Yeah, this looks awful. <laughs> like just on a happier bad. note, though, we're on this pleasure planet, and uh, <laughs> as the evening goes on, um, they uh, what do you call it? They've got everybody Bang. down there on on shore leave, and uh, you know having party time, excellent big adventure time. And the girl that Harry was trying to hook up with is like, oh, we should go somewhere a little bit more private so you can tell oh, me about shit. your stories. Because yeah. he was telling her the story of how they got cast away here and, and stuff. And uh, she's like, oh, that's so awesome. Can I retell oh, it? That's very interesting. Because I can't wait to hear more about your noble stories. story. Wow. Now, here's where I start getting worried because I'm like, uh-oh, 
Does they she turn like into stories? A- is this like a Talos thing? And she's like, let's go to a secondary location where your friends won't be able to help you. And I'm like, that's what I heard. <laughs> that's not what she said, but that's Red what flags. I flags. So he's like, fuck yeah, let's go get some privacy. So they go over to this transporter pad looking Such thing. A dork. And he doesn't know what to fucking do. Zap yeah. out. And they go to this planet that gets you high off of sunrises. And uh, it's like, wait a minute. We're, this planet's got two suns and your planet only has one sun. He's like, oh, that's because we're on another planet, dog. we like 40,000 light years <sighs> away. Elastria. And how can we get there? That Oh, because we fold space with our uh, spatial trend. No, no, no. That's what they did in uh, Event Horizon. And that always leads to hell. Mm. Yeah, you can't do that. Always leads to hell. (laughs) Always. Even in Dune. Um, Can't fold space like that. Bad stuff will happen. So meanwhile, back on the planet, uh, Gath is about to hook up with Janeway. I want to know how this entire culture gets so bored if they're able to travel 40,000 light years away or whatever. Well, after a while, you get bored. They can go wherever the fuck they want. Yeah, but you see it in all. What you don't see is, are their political prisoners, the people who want to actually do stuff other than just have pleasure all the time, but the pleasure people have imprisoned them all. Somebody's, somebody's got to work and make right. this shit work. I was going to say, like, I mean, we have this entire planet here, and I can't leave Hampton Roads. <laughs> you know, like, these people are bored, and they have, like, an entire half of the fucking galaxy that they can just go to i've pretty much been in this room that you see for the last 12 months mm-hmm. um have you given yourself pleasure no but i have been trying have to you... hook up with every navy guy that randomly comes by <laughs> so have you talked to sailor have you talked to the pleasure people <laughs> i have not did you try to take them to a different they only planet? follow one rule i did the pleasure principle <laughs> yeah so uh gath he's moving in for the kiss he's about to hook up this is janeway's just all caught up in this and harry he's like captain comes running in i gotta talk to you it's important science stuff making break up the kissing she's trying to get her fuck on and he's just like yeah man they got like they can fold space they're all this you know we can get home with using this technology and gath is like no, sorry, we got the canon of laws. We can't give our technology to inferior species. Oops, how does oh, it feel to get snap. fucked by the prime directive? Yeah, so now they're back on the ship later talking about it, and they're like, you know, all pissed off. Why can't they give us the technology? This is some bullshit. And then Janeway's like, well, we're on the other side of the fence now. This is what it feels like to be on the receiving end of this bullshit from the prime directive. Wow. So they flipped a script on them with the prime yeah. directive. Dang, son. It's like, okay. So they didn't try to persuade him, like, hey, man, look, our prime directive doesn't mean shit. Why should yours? Well, last, that's... Time, last time we were doing this, Harry Kim told a whole civilization that their religion and their beliefs after death don't mean shit. So that's one of the things what they were the like, fuck? hey, in, ext- in extreme circumstances, captains have the discretion to, to break the prime directive. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can convince, you know, maybe him saying no wasn't the final answer. Maybe, maybe on your no point. Yes. Maybe on your punk ass galaxy, that's how they do it. But we don't do that shit out here in Pleasure Town. No, you got to please me. Yeah. So then Torres is like, okay, so while you try to convince him, I'm just going to beam down and scan the fuck out of their stuff and see if I can't figure out how to reverse engineer it. Don't and, you do that shit, Torres. That's a very good idea, though. Yeah, but I Captain's like, oh, hell no. 
you know, we're going to Because then they're not law. breaking the prime directive because they're figuring it out for themselves. That's yeah. the way I see it. So here's my favorite part of the episode. Gath comes up to the ship and he's having a dessert with Janeway. What's Ooh. that dessert? Pecan pie. Ooh. Not pecan pie, like pecan. the fucking savages that I've heard in my life. It's pecan. No. It's pecan. Pecan. It's the one fucking word that we say in the South that doesn't make us sound like a bunch of goddamn idiots. But like, what do you call the what do you call the nut? Pecan. No, that's wrong. It's pecans. I'm sorry, I had a fucking a pecan tree in my yard. Don't tell as me you what it is. My grandmother had a had a pecan tree in her backyard Not too. A pecan. pecan is something you piss in because you're too lazy to jump up off of no. water. Both can be true. Go to the bathroom. Pecan, pecan. Who? What is even remotely appetizing about fucking? The only thing that I get more pissed spell, off then? about. P e p can pecan p p. I believe it's pronounced jiff. It's not P because P is P-E-E. The only thing I hate more than people who say pecan wrong is Jed, Zack Snyder. All right. Fuck it. Has, has been pours another bourbon. <laughs> I'm an angry man. I mean, I think both are fine. It's like aunt and aunt. I think both so, are fine. No. Well, aunt is more correct. Yeah, but, but aunt anyway. works too. Aunt. Hmm. And all you say so, either, I say either. You say neither, I Gath, say either. Gath is either loving either, some pecan pie. And she's like, well, if you like all that, you might like this a little bit better. And she's like, what? And he's like, all my stories. We're going to give you all of our stories. I've seen this episode. Right. I fully expected him to just be like, I don't give a fuck about your stories. Yeah, because this they're super into the idea of like storytelling. And I, I saw this episode. They know all their stories. Yeah, they, they want to hear their... some new stories. Yeah. So Which, he's like, I'm not oh. like these people. I love reading the same story over and over again. Yeah, I'm I'm going I get anxiety yeah, when I read new years. stories because then it's like, what if it sucks and I waste all that time right. reading <laughs> like something we were just I hate? About how many times we watched The Office or yeah. Law and Order? Yeah. Or That's a sign of depression. Whatever. Is it? Watching stuff over and over? Yes. I'm super You should see a fucking therapist. <laughs> like, then I, I probably should. Guy drinking from a Patriots glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I'm super depressed because I find comfort in watching things that I know that's going to happen. Like, well, yes. I don't, I don't want to watch things that I've never seen because it, what if I don't like it? Then I wasted all that time watching. That happened to me last week. What did you watch? Uh, I care a lot. On Netflix. Well, the title okay. alone, unless they're being yeah. sarcastic, should have told you not to. It do was. That. It was a little sarcastic. Yeah. It's okay. not a movie about faith no more with weekend. <laughs> it wasn't. I was saying that earlier, like to Peter, because he was, of course, he went with that reference, and I was like, no, if they had played that song, it would have been at least a little bit better. Okay. It wasn't like the worst movie I've ever seen, but I went away from it like, man, I just wasted two hours of my life. Isn't it about old people in a home or something? Yeah, she's basically like scamming rich old people, like getting them put into homes like, oh, you can't care for yourself. You can't make decisions for yourself. So we I got this doctor to say that uh, you're incapacitated or whatever. We're going to put you into a home and then she nice. takes over all their money, nice. sells their house. So a feel good story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I found it very inspirational. I'm going to go into a new line of work. I'm saying old people get ripped off. I mean, is there an abortion factor going on here? And it's win-win for me. 
Jenny, you should, check of... out, you should check out the show. I think you should leave. I love that show. Oh, you've seen it? Okay. Yes. It's really good. It's turbo time. Yeah. <laughs> Does anybody else watch it the, goes the Netflix? It both ways. <laughs> <laughs> References uh, no one else gets. Tim Robinson's very funny. It's good. So have you seen those 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 top ten things on the Netflix? Like yeah. if you log in it, oh, this is number one mm-hmm. currently. Or number, has anybody started watching those just because they're in the top ten? No, that's that's why I saw the movie because it was like kind of pushing it up towards the top, and I was like, oh, what is this? This kind of looks interesting. Because mm. I've been uh, watching. Weiss, isn't it? That sold me. Oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, she's great. No, it, she was good. Peter Dinklage was uh, okay. I thought it would have. I thought it was going to work. It didn't. The, the Dink usually brings his A game. I think he, he was, usually brings the same game. He was um, he was a little extra. <laughs> That's what I'll say. <laughs> it was a little too much. I was like, mm, you know, I don't he was pretty good in uh, Thirty Rock. Mm-hmm. I Damn didn't get that. I didn't get that far because Stephanie wasn't into Thirty Rock, so I stopped watching him. Mm. Yeah. Did you at least get Werewolf Bar Mitzvah? No, but I, I mean, I can listen to that on Alexa. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, Shutter Island is now on Netflix. I might, I've never seen that. I've heard good things. I've been watching the Norm MacDonald has a, has a show. Oh God, that's so. It's so good. I just watched the, uh, the, um, fuck, what's his name? Batman. Christian Bale? No. Michael yeah. Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. The real Batman. Mm-hmm. So it was really good. I, I, yeah, that the show Jane is. The Fonda one's really good. The show's really weird to watch. Norm MacDonald is not a natural. <laughs> no, but that's what makes it hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching, I started watching The Murder Among Mormons because it was in that top 10. That That's a lot of fun if you're a history nerd and with a religious pinge. I've been watching a lot of Law and Order. Yeah. I'd see a therapist. Because I guess I'm depressed or something. Yeah. But the thing is, there's so much Law and Order, it doesn't feel like you're watching the same thing. Yeah. Over and and over. a lot of yeah. the times, I've seen the Law and Order episode, and I don't remember till like halfway through. And I like playing the game. Uh, are they going to get him? Like, is McCoy going to lock him up? I was convinced he was going to lose the one that um, uh, um, Cassidy Yates was on, but then he pulled something out at the end and won. Yeah, I guess yeah. the kid. I guess this lady murdered her son because the son was a bad apple. He's a bad seed. So what are you going to do? Shoot him? So yeah, she killed him. Um, wow. Because <laughs> like he had had a history of like assaults and stealing cars and doing drugs. And I guess the final straw was the, um, his pregnant girlfriend came over and she was beat up. So like they got into, like she just shot him because she thought she was doing society a service, but come to find out the husband who was not the kid's father was going to take his other children and leave her. So that kind of influenced her reasoning to kill the son because her life was going to fall apart. So then she went to jail, son. Then I saw a really fucked up one last night about like some, uh, some investment banker who killed a guy in her apartment, but then come to find out um, the father of the murderer raped the one where she was giving out bonuses like they were giving yeah, out yeah, bonuses yeah 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 yes. yeah 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 and then like she raped it was very it was very much um i felt like i was watching um chinatown mm-hmm. it was yeah it had that kind of like oh yeah he raped me too it's like damn this episode's fucked up but, yeah. mother sister mother well sister. the one where the uh 
the gynecologist rapes um what's her name the psychologist on the show the um what's her name the one who testifies for the da's office yeah i know who you're talking name. about she's like a soul not skoda but the other she's I a sultry older woman yeah she's the she she was uh riker's holodeck uh, yeah girlfriend. yes yeah yeah yes yeah yeah she goes to see the get a get a pap done and he like totally is inappropriate with her what <laughs> and uh and uh so the whole episode's about her trying to convince people that she's telling the truth and, and stuff so why wouldn't you believe her because yeah, it's it's, it's his the against yours it's the 90s and she's a exactly. woman yeah i mean so she she brought his... a tape recorder in and had him examine her again and recorded him assaulting her uh, uh, for wow. a second time a second time yeah Jeez, louise all right that sounds like an episode i don't want to watch yeah that's intense yeah okay so also having an intense moment uh, in engineering seska and uh torres and our old buddy joe carey the guy who's not chief engineer um have a conversation about uh you know how they think they're these these trend the trajectors might be working using neutrinos and subspace and this and that it sounds like a yeah. lot of jargon it's funny because they look at him first look at him like what are you gonna tell on us nerd <laughs> like, no no i'm with you on this one he's like no if this shit works i could get home tomorrow i could see my kids grow up fuck this let's go and uh then uh harry gets uh you know, he's back with his little, uh, you know, girlfriend of the week. And she's like, oh, take you to a secret meeting with uh, the guy who's like uh, gas. It's, it's uh, a clan's so meeting. It's a clan meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take you to a certain secret society. Take you to our secret meeting. We all hate Falcons here. What? No. I thought it was going to be a sex club. And, oh, it uh, is. Oh, boy's like, hey. <laughs> Our boy Gath, he just leading Janeway on. He has no intention of giving y'all the tech, but if yeah. you give us the stories, we go yeah. give you the tech. And this is my favorite part of the episode, solely because this guy's name is Jared Hotel. <laughs> Jared Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I finally, now that I saw it in print, I'm like, that's what Dennis yeah. meant. I was like, Jared Hotel? <laughs> I must have heard that wrong, but then they said it again later. I was like, no, his name's Jared Hotel. I'm trying to find it in the Wikipedia. Where's yeah. Jared Hotel? Jarrett Hotel. <laughs> Jarrett Hotel. Yeah. Uh, but when you say it, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, hotel is Turkish for hotel. So, Jarrett Hotel. Okay. There's levels. Yes. They went to Jared. We could only be Jared Hotel. And Jared uh, gave him the trajectory. Yeah, so. because Janeway thinks that she's going to give him. I remember watching this episode going, he's not going to give you that technology, no matter how good that pecan pie is, you dope. She's like, oh, yeah. you like that pie? We can make yeah. a whole bunch of them. We can, I mean, we could just buy. You haven't had it with whipped cream. <laughs> Have you had it a la mode? <laughs> you like that pie? I got another pie for you. <laughs> I know you're going to like it. Let me think. Think of all the pies, peanut pie, peanut butter pie, and and pumpkin pie. Have you had a pumpkin pie? Pumpkin pie is fantastic. Oh, shit, when you try cheesecake, then they just start replicating we pies. Meat pies. They just go through all the replicator <laughs> uh, rations. We use twenty four percent of our reserve energy. 
just trying to get home. We made a, we opened a bakery for God's sakes for this guy. And he didn't do anything. Now he weighs 400 pounds. <laughs> he won't even fit Give on the trench. <laughs> Give me pie. <laughs> He's, his body mass is so dense right now from the pie. We can't beam him down without blacking out the ship. Yeah. The messed up thing is that it fucked up the algorithm on the replicators on the ship. So now they all just automatically default to pie settings for everything mm. through orders. That sounds wonderful, though. Obviously, everybody wants pie. pie. Pie is pie. I prefer pie over cake. I think we can agree. Yes, pie over cake. Yeah, for me. Yeah, for me. Yes, I'm. I'm a pie guy. On the pie depends on the cake. If if it's cheesecake, a pie or a cake. Well, you can get more like a pie. I feel it's cheesecake at uh, Village Inn on Pie Night. You just pay a little extra. You can also get carrot cake. Okay, so Dennis, um, chocolate cake or or cherry pie. German chocolate? German chocolate. German chocolate. I'll take German chocolate cake. Okay, German chocolate cake. Okay, so German chocolate cake or apple pie? German apple chocolate. Pie. German chocolate cake's my favorite. Okay, yeah, I like German chocolate cake a lot too. What about like a coconut cream pie? Uh, or just- I'm not a big fan of coconut. It's in German chocolate cake, yeah, but it's cooked into I like it. that. Okay. It's right. caramel. That's true. Um so so German chocolate cake is your favorite. What about carrot cake or Pumpkin I pie. I don't like carrot cake. So pumpkin pie? Pumpkin pie, yeah. Pumpkin, pumpkin pie or sweet potato sweet pie? Sweet potato pie? Hell yeah. Yeah, sweet potato mm. pie. I would shoot my mother in the face. That's for not a really saying good sweet potato pie. I make a really good sweet potato pie. I've heard pie, you yeah. talk about your mother, Ben. That's not saying much. Okay, so here's the next part of the episode that's going to give me <laughs> trauma. I realized while watching this, Seska looks a lot like my mother in the 70s okay and i was like triggering like flashbacks of don't hit me with a belt again i mean it was it was bad i'm like i i now do not like seska i didn't like her anyway but isn't seska doesn't she come on later we we don't want to spoil anything yeah but i want to say isn't she like a plant or something i thought they called you people fruits (laughs) no she's like a plant or something right she's a yeah, traitor. She's nef- her, 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 her. Yeah, she's a traitor, right? See, we're we're spoiling it. <clears throat> Whatever, motherfucker. Chief. It's it's a it's a big twist in the the uh, season, the first season. Fine. I don't know. So anyway, yeah. So Seska, like, other than the the little creepy nose thing, I heard she's a hoe. That's my mom. And that's what I heard. I heard. every Bajoran has to be angry. Well, I mean, at least ones in Starfleet. Well. I thought she was McKee, right? Yeah, she was McKee. Yeah, but she's Bajoran. No, she's not. Well, I'm just saying all the Bajorans that we've ever met are angry. Well, yeah, because they're just now coming out of the fucking 70-year occupation. But like the ones on the planet that actually live on the planet, like the religious ones especially, they're chill. Well, yeah, because they're religious. They got God. They they live. They were terrorists first. Not the religious. The, no, they're monk. They're Vedics. They live the in the robo little... Vedic guy. He was uh, he was in a cell. He was in a C. He was an incel. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he's angry. You you get it out of your system, and then you be you're Vedic. You get that inner peace. Like Ro Ro was angry. Seska's yeah. angry. Well, didn't uh, Ro have her family killed in front of her? Yeah, get over it. So, what? <laughs> Fucking Zack Snyder over here. Um, the one guy in uh, Lower Decks is angry. 
I am fully for getting pissed off if your planet's occupied for seven. Ben's getting years. pretty wasted. You can tell by the way he slung that cup around. That was very much like slosh. slosh. Whatever, man. I don't care. <laughs> People were so, enslaved in this country for 400 years. We still have a good time every now and then. Okay, well, but George have a good time every now and again. Not these ones. Okay, well, not well. They're just angry. Okay. I but I yeah I can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're angry, but angry, but Jordan man. Dennis pulled the Trump card. I don't know how yeah, to respond to that. You can't do anything with that. Yeah, like I'm like, and you're yeah, Irish, so you should be able to agree with me. Dennis is right. Well, you know, here's the thing: if, if you could free the fucking counties, that's the other thing. If you want to talk about occupation, the fucking Irish have been putting up with this with the fucking exactly, and they still British on there. have a good time, but they're angry. Hey, get a little drink in them. They're all right. Yeah, but then they get angry again. Fuck this. So anyway, like... Harry's going <laughs> to try to hook up with some chick to get the parts. And uh, well, I don't understand. Like they so come his... back and he, she's like, "No, no, dog, don't tell the captain. We we're going to do this ourselves because she ain't going to go for it." But like, why Harry Kim? Like, I don't understand. Because he was hooking up with uh, Indora or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, he, he does... got the first proposition. So. Yeah, but he doesn't have that 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 killer instinct. No, but, but the... he really wants to go home. Yeah. Well, okay. he he was trying to tap Indora, and Indora's like, "Hey, we got a Patsy that we can use to be the go-between." I don't think he was trying to hook up with her. Because every time that she's like leaning in for a kiss or whatever, he's like, "Now tell me some more about this trajector." Well, you yeah, want to hear she, a story? She, <laughs> she's the one that was fucking it up by because he's a nerd. So yeah. this she, whole ship she, is full of nerds. She could have got it, but she showed him science. And when she, she, she showed him it, science, he was you know, like, "Take his pants down." The one guy, and the one guy who's not yeah, a nerd is Tom Paris, dead. and he's balding and not hot at all. Yeah, he's barely in this episode. Yeah, yeah. who's the well, sexy one on this show? Harry. Chicote. Yeah. He's kind of hot. Harry would get it. See, they would get it. After what, season four? This isn't a question anymore. Who's the hot yeah. one? Right. So, yeah. So I think that's maybe that was part of their uh, feedback they were getting. It's like, you don't have a hot one on the show. Because who's like, the hot one? hot one? Who's the hot one on TNG? Troy. Oh, I Troy, think. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Troy's the female hot a, one and Riker's Riker. the, the male hot Riker's one. Riker's the hot one? Well, who? It's well, not Jordy. It's the not object no. of Because he's an engineer. I would say it was Picard, right? I thought Picard was the hot one. He's old. No, every a... time they go to an alien planet, like Picard would pick up, you know, women just because he was the captain or whatever and he knew Yeah, but I mean he got Franca she got what's her face there though too but though. Riker's the one who was having to blow up space stations because <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> bitches couldn't keep their All eyes. I'm Ry saying is Riker look, was the pseudo Kirk. All I'm saying is when the hottest person in the galaxy showed up in Franca John Jansen or whatever her name is, she wanted Riker. I mean she wanted Picard. I mean, Picard's pretty sexy, because, dude. Because Picard would say no. He had honor. There's no way Riker would have said no. Nah, nah, like, nah, all nah, right, nah. yeah, bond with me, baby. Yeah, Riker had his pants halfway down. He saw, <laughs> he's like, all right, we're doing he was, this. He had the cup against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and 
mean, like Riker had uh, Picard had that other lady, Voss or whatever. What was her name? The the Ar- yeah, the Voss. Yeah, yeah. But they they had a similar interest. She was pretty hot. And then she dumped him for Q. And then Homegirl wanted to bang him. Um, uh, um, uh, the keyboard Troy, player. Troy's mom. She wants to bang everybody. Though. And the keyboard yeah. player was into him too. I think yeah. I think you know they had a they had Riker was I think the thing with uh, Waxana and Picard was she could read everybody's thoughts so she knew Riker was DTF, but she could mother, tell that Picard, dudes. Picard was uh, <laughs> he was trying to hide it he was trying to suppress those feelings and she could tell and she's like yeah let let that tiger loose. I think the difference is that Picard is sexy but Riker's just the hot one. Like Picard okay. had like a, a sex appeal that wasn't like just hot. So then who's who's the hot one on Deep Space Nine? Dax. Dax, yeah. Yeah. What about male? Mm-hmm. Bashir? O'Brien. Maybe? Oh. No? Yeah, Bashir. <laughs> this, Bashir. Little Irish, this little Irish guy. <laughs> O'Brien is the only one who's not in this conversation. <laughs> Cisco's kind of hot. Yeah. Worf is kind of hot from a from a Klingon standpoint. I'd uh, say Worf's pretty hot, especially when he lets his hair down, bro. Yeah. Like he's got those long yeah. locks. Yeah. I think <laughs> once we get Cisco with goatee and, and shaved head, that's when the he becomes definitive yeah, hot he's one. Real sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then he's, he tries to bang space Ric Flair's wife. Yeah. We talked about that last week. Is that before or after he grew the uh, goatee? Woo! <laughs> I don't remember, but whatever. So, so then, who's the hot one on this show? Then, right now, that's the question. There isn't right. one really. It's not clear. Okay, so right now, Tom is supposed to be, but it ain't. But he's not. I think he's supposed to be. Um, Harry is supposed to be the adorable, innocent one, which has a level of hotness because you know who knew I was you one of Asian guys. Him. Yeah, and then, um, because Balana's angry, so she's not the hot one, is she? Cass is the innocent, so she's not supposed to be the hot one. So that that's yeah, where this thing is falling. This, yeah, yeah. There's not there's not a hot one on this show. I guess I mean Tuvok's not hot. No. You know, not he doesn't have because because Spock was pretty hot, but he had a different appeal than Tuvok because Tuvok's yeah. always got resting bitch face. Where yeah. where Spock was always like interesting and like he'd raise the eyebrow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, you want to put what where? Interesting. Where Tuvok would just be like fascinating. Mm, mm, mm. I don't think so. Mm, that's not logical. <laughs> that doesn't go there. That's not logical. There's no logical reason for that to go there. Logical reason. <laughs> that would not give me pleasure. <laughs> yes. The so. But yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> and then we know who the hot one is on Enterprise. Yeah, to Paul. Yeah. Yeah, and then Scott Bakula is just attractive because he's Scott Bakula. I thought yeah. uh, Trip was supposed to be the hot. Trip's one. pretty hot too, in like a dumb way. And is like he a, well, Space George Bush. Yeah, yeah that's Space George Bush. Okay. Well, go Ollie. What did I do to you, lady Willie? <laughs> Got you wetter than a Mississippi rainstorm. He says he's from Florida, but he has to be from like Jacksonville or something. Yeah, he's like, definitely. He's I, from uh, Lower Alabama. Yeah, he's Space he's like George Pensacola. Bush. Yeah, I love Space George Bush. 
I love that they actually got him to play George Bush. It's so spot on. It just, when I saw that, I was just like, Bob was right. (laughs) Bob was right. And then the guy is like, hey, man, if you're going to make that noise, get out the theater. Pull your pants up too weird. (laughs) The hell are you doing? Although my favorite representation of uh, George Bush ever was on Conan O'Brien when they used to do the the thing where they put the mouth over people's pictures oh, yeah, yeah, and then they had him squint his eyes. It was, it was so good. That was a great bit on Conan. I used to love that it bit was. anyway. Yeah, Bill Clinton coming in. Woo! <laughs> the Arnold Schwarzenegger one was always so good. God. God. That show was so great. I want to go back and watch some of those. I'm sure there's clips on YouTube of them. Yeah. Yeah. That was always one of my favorite bits. Like the the, the Bill Clinton one was all right. <laughs> all right. All right, Conan. <laughs> sound like bill clinton <laughs> i forget who the comedian that started that for me though, it was but... robert schmeigel wasn't it well no but there was somebody who said that you just in part of his stand-up act he was just like you know bill clinton is the first president that you just you know and you would fully believe that after inauguration day he goes back to the oval office everybody clears the room and as he shuts the door he looks around the room. It all just kind of, you know, absorbs in for a moment. And he's like, I'm the president. <laughs> no other you. And when you hear that, when, when the guy did the bit, I was just like, I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. Like is. in that private little moment. Absolutely. And speaking of private little moments, the uh, there's a little bit of treachery going on as uh Kim tells uh, Paris and Torres and Seska, and they're like, hey, you know, we, we can steal this ourselves and make it work and blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like, finally, it's just like, we just got to go to the captain with it. So Paris convinces them to go to the captain. So then Janeway and Tuvok hear what uh, Kim has to say. And it's just like, um, yeah, yeah, I'm starting to think uh, Jared Hotel is. Uh, might be honest about goth not wanting to help us and then um where's chakotay in all this he i don't know he's, he's see, this is what he's talking about his tattoo. like this is the wildlife the number one should be in these conversations you know well somebody's got to watch the bridge while she's having somebody's got to take the con bro <laughs> you don't you don't want some lieutenant Riker would be there And, um, you know, it's just like, we're going to negotiate with this guy or deal with the guy who's going to break the law. You know, you've got to, Janeway's like, oh, rather not do all this. And we got to, got to follow the Starfleet principles, got to follow the prime directive. And so she's going to deal with Gath and see if they can't uh, work out a trade. And uh, she presses the issue again. And he's just like, uh, let me put it in you. Not not happening. <laughs> and so, I love that before before Janeway actually goes and talks to him, like Seska mm-hmm. is talking to uh, Torres, and she's like, "The captain's so infatuated with Gath that she won't be able to, you know, help us out here. All he has to do is bat his eyes at her. She gets moist." True. <laughs> it's true. But that, I mean, we're dealing full on Janeway mode. And so then, uh, I have a question. How far do you think Janeway and that dude got? Like, do you think they, do you think they actually banged? Do you think they made out? 
Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's more like an edging kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just mutual masturbation. Maybe some yeah, dry like humping. through the through the silk, uh, through the petal cloth. Maybe some dry humping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, Janeway seems like a dry humper. <laughs> She'd be down for that. It's yeah. not cheating. And then he's like, you know what? Uh, you just uh, been playing us for suckers, and we we done. And Gath is like, you yeah, never you- wanted to help us. I tried to help you. I tried to make you stay, and get some pleasure on this planet. Yeah, some pleasure, baby. And he's like, yeah, this ain't working. She's like, so that's all like, you care about is pleasure. See, that was the scene yes. where I thought that they may have actually banged because she was getting to the point where she's like, "You told me you love me, and then you just." Yeah. You fuck me and then you well, then the, want me to leave. The next scene kind of backs that up though, because after he, he's like, well, I think you should leave, and then she's just like, fuck you then. Hey, everybody yeah. go home. Let, we're leaving. We're fucking leaving. Yeah. Every in the car. In the fucking car. <laughs> everybody. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, but then, yeah. Then Tuvok shows up and he makes the exchange for yeah. it. Well, no, that was the thing is that you know they're trying to beam Seska and Torres are trying to beam down. It's like, yeah, the transporters are locked and somebody changed the password. And then uh Tuvok walks in and uh-oh, he's the one who he's like, Oh, I was gonna download that shit myself and do it, and y'all done beat me to it. So Beam I really down. like that he went rogue on this. Yeah. Yeah. So then he beams down. All that time hanging out with the Maquis, you know, he picked up some some mm-hmm. habits. But it, I think it also kind of shows too, it's kind of neat that it's him doing it because he wants to get home too. He can't express yeah. that through emotion, but through action he can. So I thought that was kind of cool. Yep. I've seen it. And this so they uh, make the trade. <laughs> and then uh, when we get back up before uh, we leave, you know, they got a delay or whatever. And then. Uh, people Tuvok are all over is like, this planet. People yeah. have trajectored themselves all over the galaxy, <laughs> the and they got to bring them all back. Yeah. So he's like, "Hey, don't, don't fucking do nothing until I talk to the captain." But then Seska's like, "No, no, we go rush this shit." So she wants to like check it out and see if it's going to work and run a couple of simulations. Simulation. Yeah. yeah. And then they find out when they run the simulation, shit don't work unless you're at this planet because it uses it to like refractor it off the uh, the crystalline structure of the mantle of this planet causes a chain reaction oh, wow. with the neutrinos yeah yeah but why not just hang out on the planet and send it back one by one to earth well because you can only go forty thousand light years yeah. away That's... so you'd need another trajector at uh, the final destination yeah you need so the last person more. has to grab it as they're yeah. <laughs> Peace them out. <laughs> oh i thought you had it oh no yeah now we're 30,000 years light years away from Earth. With no ship. Fuck. So then they're like, hey, let's, uh, if we can't do it without the planet, we better just go ahead and run it now. Yeah. And this thing seemed really fucking rushed. I, like things escalated. Sis, Seska and, and Joe were just like, no, nah, no, nah, next step, next step. Come on, Taurus, let's go. And they're like, okay. amplify and so run it a I while. noticed that they had like a receptacle already that built fit the plug thing yeah that yeah. was funny did you really just get your hands on this fucking device did you really i don't think i so. run chances of not getting the right fucking usb plug every time i buy a charging right? cable and you were able to get this shit right first think time about even if you had bolt even if you went from <laughs> apple to apple if you went from what apple 5 to apple 6 it's a different plug yeah yeah so get the fuck out of here with that there's no universal plug unless they did kind of go you know what 
this is ridiculous. We just need a universal input for everything. <laughs> well, see, yeah. on TNG, though, at least they did it where you didn't actually physically plug it in. Yeah, it's weird that you, it was you actually, put it on the little yeah. pad. Yeah. And then it, but it if did they didn't it's plug adapting. it in, then they couldn't struggle to unplug it. Yeah. It locked in place. We can't disengage it because <laughs> this shit's yeah, yeah, them yeah. anti neutrinos is going to blow up the ship and everybody's going to die. So Klingon does what a Klingon do. She just shot it. Yeah, unplug it. Unplug. <laughs> like, that's right, unplug they couldn't it. get it out. They couldn't figure out how to unplug it. Why it, didn't they like stall and ask uh, Tuvok? Like, hey, did you talk to the <clears throat> fucking captain yet? Because we have a situation. Come down here right now. Seska is a peer pressurer. Yeah, and Janeway's pissed. Yeah, because Janeway's she's like, mad. no, she, yeah, woman scorned, and just like I, I'm a two, but mm, Neelix, do we got any fucking rabbits? He's like, what the fuck, dude? And she's like, I, just boil some fucking rabbits. We're, we're hooking this guy up. And it's like, what? <laughs> Calm down. And then, um, did you know rabbits are just completely not nutritional and you could die if you tried to live on rabbit meat? I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's lean protein and uh, you can starve to death with a belly full of rabbit. Interesting. So when That's the what apocalypse... they would give us in survival training. Uh-huh. We had to kill a rabbit and then eat it. Oh, I so when you're uh <laughs> the wabbit, the wabbit. We had runny oatmeal. What the fuck? You guys got rabbit? But um you didn't have to kill your oatmeal though. That is true. Duck. <laughs> With its yeah, it was rabbit dick. season. But um season. <laughs> No, no, I heard it was duck season. In the Colorado Rockies? It was duck season. It's always duck season in the Rockies. <laughs> duck but um one thing that's funny that happened though uh it wasn't during my go at survival training but it was during the same summer they one of the the goes of people out there in the mountains they couldn't have rabbits because there was a thunderstorm that came through and it caused a stampede at the rabbit farm that's awesome (laughs) and too many rabbits died oh that's awesome it's the cutest tragedy ever (laughs) I'm, just, I'm, I'm feeling this as is as, as like it's a stampede of rabbits i'm flanking oh that's so awesome yeah. and there's so many deaths oh <laughs> god that's horrible they all died it decimated the herd but you gotta cook the rabbits now i killed the rabbits all right so then um seska's like shit that went sideways fast delete everything she went full Hillary Clinton. Like We're gonna. She got the. She got her dust cloth out, and she's like, "Wipe the servers. Wipe the servers." And uh, it's just like, no, no. And here Torres is like, "Nah, stand up for what you believe in." Yeah, mm-hmm. I ain't no lion Bajoran like how, you. How I won't tell they, the truth. How does she think changed. they're gonna get away with it? Well, they just delete everything. There's like shit happened, shit happened, and then some more shit happened, and then we're here because she already lied about the plasma conduit or whatever mm-hmm. and that's what was getting fucked up and then you always the had like a warp core breach and yeah. it's just like oh shit everything yeah everything went south quickly what they what she should have said is oh they attacked us with this weapon that we don't completely understand but it fired anti-neutrinos at us we should fire back on the planet let's, and kill yeah. everybody there and steal their technology let's take their technology now yeah and then we become the dark universe Yes. <laughs> Directed by Zack Snyder. But um, so then Janeway has Tuvok and her in the office. And 
Torres fesses up and Janeway just tears into Torres pretty yeah. hard. They all got sent to the principal's office. Mm-hmm. Like this shit happened again. In the slightest thing, you're not going to be an officer on my ship. Get this the fuck out. Your permanent record, sir. And then she gets Tuvok uh, alone and she just goes off on him because, you know, she trusts him to be the, the counsel and to get, you know, be that, uh, that rock of an opinion to push back on her to keep her from doing shit, not him going to do shit for her. Yeah. And uh, that was it. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. At the end there, I thought uh, Janeway was great. Like, I really, like, felt her plight in that situation. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because she starts the episode with such hope. Like, mm-hmm. oh, man, the crew is really coming together, and I think we're really going to make it. And now, like, it, you know, this window of opportunity has come, and then people compromised all their their morals and principles to try and get a quick way home. And she was just, like, heartbroken at how close it came to her, you know, with Tuvok and everything. Don't you think this is going to, is it this going to happen at every turn though? Like anytime there is a quick way to get home, they're going to sell everybody out to try to get home. Yeah. That's what she's got to wonder about now. And was, isn't that to be expected almost too? Even her closest friend though, betrayed her on this. Yeah. But I mean, I think that's par for the course, right? Like she was willing to make all the pies and give all the stories away for the, for the, for the, for the technology. Yeah, but she still wanted to do it the official way. Yeah. She wasn't willing to have them, you know, corrupt their culture in order to get what she wanted. I don't know, man, either. I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You're 70,000 light years out in space. I think it's to be expected. People are going to cut corners. And the fact that hopefully these dilemmas come up again, because if not, it doesn't feel realistic. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, people Mm -hmm. are going to sacrifice some of their scruples, if you will, for the opportunity to kind of get home. I mean, shit, that's what we've been doing the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's human nature. And the fact that she was so broadsided by it seemed naive on her part. Yeah, and you would think that like, as they go along, they're probably gonna be, I would feel like they're gonna be more likely to compromise yeah. and make decisions that they wouldn't normally have made, you know? It's like, yeah. man, we've been out here for like five years already. Can we just go the fuck home? I just want to go home. I don't think she was surprised that the Maquis people would try something like that, but the fact that it was Starfleet people helping them mm-hmm. and everything. Because yeah. that was the- think Like, fuck, I'm, I'm the only one who's still holding on to these ideals of, you know, of what Starfleet's supposed to be. Yeah. They're out in the Wild West, man. The Wild Frontier. I mean, the idea of, and I think to some extent this show explores this idea more often, but the idea of the prime directive in a vacuum is pretty, pretty, pretty rock solid. It makes sense. But when you're, when you actually have to go out and live it and it's life or death situations and it's, we're going to be 70,000 light years away from home, or we're going to be, you know, we can get home a lot faster. What is the prime directive at that point? Like, what does it mean? I mean, what does any of your values and 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 all that mean? I mean, it's especially like, for survival mode. What? Well, why does that exist? And and you know, 
are you going to destroy all these cultures though just so you can get home i mean these people are taught this from like their earliest days that the prime directive is this you know guiding principle of the of starfleet that there's the nothing more important starfleet it is but it's also kind of bent and shaped to well, the 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 wielder of its whim to some extent see i think though when back during kirk's time when it was still relatively new you know, it was a little bit easier to play fast and loose with it in those Wild West days and cowboy diplomacy. But then by the time we get to TNG, this thing has been around for a couple of hundred years now. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, pretty well hard set and it's been tested. But the thing is, is that it was tested during a time like this, you know, Pax Federation where, you know, they've had peace for like a century yeah. after the Kittermore Accords that Just it's a cold it's, war with the Romulans. So, you know. Yeah, it wasn't even a cold war with the Romulans. It's like, yeah, they went behind their border and we haven't heard from them since. I mean, it's just like after the, the Tonkin incident, it's just like, okay, that's that's it. Yeah. No more Romulans. And so you, you it's easy. I mean, even the war with the Cardassians, that was a joke. The Federation, I mean, you know, it wasn't really that big of a deal for the Federation, I think. It just, it was Not an fiasco. That O'Brien captain, O'Brien's captain. Yeah, the Rutledge, and uh, yeah, but the Prime Directive is easier to enforce in easier situations, in less intense situations. DS Nine. Think of what uh, uh, Quark that quote that he says, where you know humans are all great when they're living in their utopia and stuff. You take away their comfort and their their pleasure and their their replicators and they give them empty bellies and then they're more treacherous than any klingon yeah so. maybe that's what she's afraid of is like she's starting to see them like slipping already mm-hmm. you know and if it takes them 80 years to get home or whatever it is then how devolved is their small society going to be i would watch <laughs> that show yeah <laughs> yeah well that that's an alternate uh post-apocalyptic voyager I'm into it. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Dennis, what'd you give the episode? Um, I actually think this is probably my favorite episode so far. Nice. Okay. So, are you gonna give um, it a four? <laughs> <laughs> five and a half. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a seven point five. Whoa, that's a good score. All right. Uh, ben, what about you? Okay, so I'm going to start with an eight. But then because Neelix was in it, we minus one automatically. So it okay. takes it to a seven. Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, we got this Belgian guy in it and I don't like the, don't like Belgium. So that's going to like, I don't like Belgium. So that's going to take it down another half point. So I would give it, uh, because I do dislike Neelix more than I dislike uh, Belgians. So that'll make it, what, 6.5? Yeah. 6.5, yeah. Jenny, what do you say? Um, I think I'm probably about in the same neighborhood. Uh, I like the episode. Um, I like the, you know, the challenges that it gave them about, like, you know, showing them how it feels to be on the other side of the Prime Directive 
getting mm-hmm. fucked by their comeuppance. Their comeuppance. Yes, exactly. I think that's what I like, like about it. It's that level of spite that they get. Um, but there were some things that I really didn't like about it, like the way that they were just like, oh, I guess we just have this uh, plug right here. We can just plug it in and just see what happens. <laughs> plug it in, plug it in. <laughs> right? I mean, you can't even go to another country on this planet and plug something in without yeah. having an adapter. So get the fuck out of here. Um, it's just dumb shit like that takes me out of it sometimes. Uh, I'll give it a six and a half. Okay. I remembered it halfway through. So apparently I, cause I don't remember how we got this far, but I remember the end of it and I remember liking the end of it, but I'm going to give it an incomplete cause I got to go back and watch it. But once we got into like the whole story thing in the pie, I was like, I remember this episode. It was so, the pecan pie that start. got you. Yeah. There was a lot of, I felt like there was a lot of filler in this episode of them just mm-hmm. kind of going back and forth and like, oh, I like fine silks and pies. Do you like fine silks and pies too? Me too. We have so silks much and pies, common. Silks and pies. I got to love <laughs> me, my silks and pies. All right. So there you go, everybody. Um, let's get out of here because I think Ben's pretty drunk right now. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm about to get drunk. You know, he's pretty. I think Ben's pretty crunked at the moment. He's finna, finna get drunk. <laughs> so there you go, everybody. We're showing bottles. Okay. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for uh, participating in the podcast. I love you all dearly. And that's not the booze talking because I don't booze, baby. Um, and uh, thank you to everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash dorktrek. Uh, new episodes every Friday, all kind of content for Patreons, video before show chit chat and all that jazz. It's a good time. So check it out. And that's it. Light up. That's it. Thank you for listening. Uh, and hey, how's that soy latte coming?